Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. I'm going to be talking about what can we expect in immigration court in 2023. And this is our first live, uh, this is our first deportation defense live of the year. And so thank you for everybody for tuning in and welcome. And I see a couple folks joining me right now on Instagram. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Carrera, Angel, Rami. Hello. Thank you all so much. And so uh, welcome. Remember that Deportation Defense Live is here to train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants who are facing deportation to make the most out of immigration laws, to make the most out of their lives, and to win their cases. All right? Are you uh, facing removal in immigration court? Do you know someone who's facing removal in immigration court? Because if so, you know that it is not easy It is an uphill battle. The laws are against us. And here at Deportation Defense Live, we are here to maximize your chances of winning that case. So today, our theme is what can we expect in immigration court in 2023? And, you know, uh, I want to talk about this topic, and then I want to open it up to any questions that anyone may have. Okay? And so let's do that, let's do that, and welcome. So we are entering a new year, all right? We're entering a new year and jumping right into our theme. It's like, you know, for the first time in history, for the first time in history, we are starting a new calendar year with over 2 million cases pending in backlogs in immigration court. All right. The precise number is 2,023,441 cases that are pending and in the backlogs in immigration court. It's never been that high on the on the beginning of a new year before in history. Okay? And so those are like serious backlogs, serious backlogs and you got to keep that in mind. All right? Also, it just so happens that we are one year out, one year away from an election year, okay? And so that's also something that's, you know, happening. We're one year away from uh, another election, and, uh, well, really, it's a little bit, you know, more more like 18 months away, a year and a half or so away from serious election uh, mode, right? But it's like the Biden administration is already looking at this. Yo, numbers are high in terms of backlogs. There's an election happening. Um, you know, there's going to be some political pressure about that. You got you to gotta understand that that's true. And also, you know, it's January 3rd of 2023, the pandemic situation. You know, it's not 100% over, But I would argue it's basically over, 
right, in the minds of the people, you know, it's basically we're done with it, aren't we? Uh, in our minds, I know it's, I know the, I know COVID-19 is still happening, right? Even my kids going to school this morning had to show that they had a test of COVID negative just to get into their school this morning. So that's still, it's still out there. I know a couple of people that actually got COVID over the Christmas holiday. Um, in none of those instances was it very serious, but it's still out there. But still, I think in our minds, like in the, in the minds of society, it seems like it's over, right? And so in my opinion, kind of looking at those things, the number of backlogs, the election year, the pandemic basically being done, right? In my opinion, 2023, just looking at immigration court, we're going to see the court system really get back to work, really turning it up, in my, in my opinion, to full gear. We're going to see a high volume of hearings happening, in my opinion, in 2023. It's pretty easy to predict that. Okay? And so what does that mean to you? Like, what does that mean for a person's case, for a person's life? I mean... Just to jump right to it, I think that we should expect fewer requests for continuances, pushing hearings to the future. I expect those to be approved less and less. All right? I expect more pressure from the administration to see cases through to the end. All right? I, I think that you know, with more backlogs than ever, I think it makes the Biden administration look weak, look bad. And so my guess is he's going to want to start catching up. And, and Trump, the Republican Party, they're going to point to immigration wherever they can to try to win their votes. All right. Which is tragic. Right. Like we want a president that uh, that doesn't want to deport more people, but nevertheless, it's real political pressure, okay? And so I think that there will be political pressure on the immigration court system, um, not necessarily to deport more people, but it feels like that, right? To, to hear those cases, which inevitably will mean deporting more people. And you got to understand that that's reality, Okay, and so um, so what does this what does this really mean? Like if you are in immigration court, expect judges to be, I would say, slightly more strict, especially with calendaring and scheduling. And um, like, I don't think the pandemic will serve as a justification to move things around unless somebody is like currently like if they have a hearing tomorrow and they're they're diagnosed with COVID today, I think that that is a justification to not go to a hearing or to, to at least request in advance a continuance of the hearing, okay? But, uh, but be cautious about those types of things. Those types of things could, could be denied, right, if it's not just um, a clear-cut um, justification for a continuance. It very well could be denied. Um, in my office, we have approximately double 
double the amount of individual hearings, trials, scheduled for 2023 than we had in 2022, all right? And, you know, um, in 2022, we didn't lose a single case in court. Uh, we have a very high win rate in my firm, but I'd be naive to think that that trend could continue forever, right? It probably can't continue forever. And so, you know, if you are in immigration court, I would say now more than ever, get yourself a lawyer. Get a lawyer who's good. Get a lawyer who's best of the best. Your life, your future are worth it. You want to find every way possible to maximize your chances of winning your case. All right? And that's just, that's just literally the best advice. Um, that I can give to anybody listening to me. If you're in immigration court, don't go through this process alone. Um, and that's, that's, that's the way it is. And so uh, that's really all that I wanted to share today. I hope this was helpful. Hope it was useful. Relatively short and sweet message today. And so I'd love to get into any questions if you have them. I haven't received questions ahead of time. And I know things have been relatively slow because of the holidays. I hope you had a great holiday season. All right. If you're watching me right now and if you're asking, you know, about, if you're thinking about the holidays, if you're just coming in, I, I really recommend people search up my last uh, video, which was how to plan for a great 2023, right? And it wasn't about immigration law. It was all about, like, how do we make the most out of the future? And I recommend checking that out. As always, if you have an immigration case, please give us a call. We are here to help. We would love to help. And Happy New Year, everybody. I'm grateful to be here with you. It's the 3rd of January, 2023, our first live video of 2023. Hope you're doing well. Make it a great day. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye.